what's up kiwis so today we are going to be talking about migration and population in new zealand i know so cool it's gonna be so fun and you're going to be able to see how unique new zealand really is compared to other countries such as new zealand of course they're a core country and they are also highly highly developed so for the first segment of this episode i'm going to be talking about the migration types of New Zealand. So you have major pool factors in this country as all countries have major pool factors. You have, there's a lot of employment growth in this country. So people are going to want to come in to be a part of the employment growth. They also have a very light and luscious economy, which is a major, major pool factor for all. And they have reasonable migration policies, which is very, good today in in this world because a lot of migration policies aren't the best but new zealand has some really great ones um there's some major push factors away from new zealand are that people have there's a higher salary opportunity outside of new zealand and that would be an economic push fact well it would be voluntary migration um economic migration which is the most common by the way, fun fact. And so that's seen both into New Zealand and out of New Zealand. Um, the people have been migrating from New Zealand to Australia, and people have been migrating to New Zealand from China and the United Kingdom. So these are some of the, I guess people are going there for some of the reason I described, though there are other reasons involved with migration but most of these will probably be voluntary migration in total but yes that is migration types that you're able to see in New Zealand when you look at their statistics and you look at where each where most where majority of the people are leaving to go to so now we're going to be talking about the population of New Zealand, and more specifically, where are they populated? So you might be asking yourself, Jake, where are most of the people of New Zealand located? Rural areas, urban areas? I am just so, so, so confused. Well, guess what? I'm here to help your confusion. So I'm going to be telling you all about where they're located. So most people of New Zealand are located in urban areas and suburban areas. You're able to tell this even without doing research, which I have done my research, but you're able to tell without because of the development they are in. They're more developed, so they're going to have more people in urban and suburban areas. So and that puts a strain on natural resources as they are in the urban areas and taking a lot of the resources from the urban areas though there is not that many that much arable land in the area so that also puts a strain on the natural resources that new zealand has access to but they are mostly in urban areas due to where their economy is as well so they most likely have a service economy which they do have a service economy but you're able to tell that, again, by their development. So since they are a service economy, they're not going to be focusing on agricultural things. They're not going to be focusing on agricultural profit, but more on profit from the urban areas and from retail. So you're going to have more people 
living in urban areas. And like I said before, it's going to put a strain on natural resources, though they are surrounded by water. So that's good for natural resources that can be renewable, but you also have natural resources that are not renewable. So for the next part of this episode, we will be talking all about the age structure, sex ratio, which really means population pyramid, dependency ratio, and DTM. Who's excited? Because let me tell you, I'm super excited. I find this stuff super interesting, and so I really enjoy this. So, if we're looking at the sex ratio, it's pretty similar on both sides of the population pyramid. And if you want, I can put a link in my bio um, that will show will show you a picture of the population pyramid. But it's pretty equal from where I'm looking, and. So, boys and girls are equal, but you can definitely tell that the country of New Zealand fits into the DTM stage of three because if you look at the graph, they don't have tons, tons of old people. They do have some, but they don't have tons of young people either, so they're not dying like Germany or Denmark, but they are in stage three. They're not in stage two, and there's not actually many countries in stage two today, and There wouldn't be a high dependency ratio. It's pretty much, there's a good amount of people in the workforce. So that will provide for people who are below the younger and the older people, which is really good for a country because whenever there is a high dependency ratio, that puts a strain on the economy. And most of the workers in the working age group So that's a big part of New Zealand and also age structure. Like I said before, it just, you have to look at the pyramid, but there's not that many people in the older age section. I mean, there's a good amount, but that's not where everything is concentrated. It's concentrated in the middle in the working age class. So that is a blessing for New Zealand as they're not putting a strain on their economy with the young and old people and they're having a working economy but this can be bad this can turn bad as if they get to four stage four they're probably not gonna have that many people working in their con working in the working age class which then affects everything it affects the economy you know the dependency ratio as many of those people will be old one day and once they're old there's nothing really you can do I mean they can still work but that would be very very unlikely and it's not put into consideration when discussing the um, dependency ratio let's see what else so but yes the DTM like I I said it before but if you need a clarification of what the DTM is it's the demographic transition model and it tracks transition from stage one which again nobody is in stage one no country is in stage one tracks that till stage four and a possible stage five but we'll go into that in another episode where i discuss everything about ab hug but yes to recap new zealand has a similar gender sex ratio and you also have a similar 
or not as similar, but the age structure is concentrated in mostly the working class, which is really good for the country of New Zealand, for the dependency ratio, which means that they don't have to put a strain on their economy, which can help them flourish and continue to thrive and bring people into New Zealand that are beneficial to New Zealand. So yes, that is all about kind of the DTM, population structure, and everything like that. So now we're going to be talking about push and pull factors of New Zealand. So I know I kind of discussed these, but I want to discuss these further and really explain why people come to New Zealand, why people leave New Zealand. It's it's in every single place you go. I mean, there's always goods and bads, but this is just going to show you a little bit more about the good and bad parts of New Zealand. So, some major pull factors are there's a lot of employment growth in this country. Um, they have a pretty luscious, light economy, and they have good migration policies for immigrants. This would be really good. Immigrants with an I means that they're coming into the country, and immigrants with an E means they're going out of the country, just so you know, if you're ever wondering. But there are better opportunities outside of New Zealand, which pushes people out and that's kind of an example of a push factor that can be fixed as they develop more as their economy develops more and most people are most likely going to Australia where there is a it's a bigger country it's a more developed country so there's going to be more growth in the economy I think this is an interesting point as New Zealand keeps on growing, and they're going to keep on growing until they are super developed. But there is a push, a voluntary migration, as we talked about before. It's voluntary that these people are moving outside of New Zealand for better opportunities, and it's their choice, and it's not like they're seeking asylum anywhere because there's no really conflicts in New Zealand because it's a pretty peaceful place, which I think is super interesting, and that's what makes... New Zealand, one of the best places to go, in my personal opinion. Again, I've not been there, but I believe it's amazing. Guest workers, oh yeah. So, to talk about guest workers in New Zealand, I would just like to say that most places have guest workers or they have brain drains. So, this is where people, guest workers, move out and there's not as much specialized jobs. So, that can be created. Since New Zealand is a more developed country, a lot of people are going to come to New Zealand and employers are allowed to actually bring people to New Zealand. They just have to meet the criteria and they have to fill out a form and they have to go through a whole process. There isn't tons of guest workers in New Zealand as it's kind of inconvenient for some people to go. It's not as convenient as people from Mexico going to the United States, etc, etc. But it is easier for them than it is for somebody to come to New Zealand except for if they were to come from Australia but since Australia is pretty developed too they'll probably have more guest workers coming in to their country so there wasn't any statistic on how many guest workers come I'm just assuming or I know from research that guest workers are coming to New Zealand for specialized jobs creating brain drains in some places though they probably won't have as many guest workers because they are farther away. Another word from our sponsors. If you are looking to plan a trip to New Zealand, please make sure you check out NewZealand.com. 
This will show you all the different aspects of New Zealand and will help you plan your trip. So it's the best trip yet and it's going to be amazing Kiwis. Just try the website and they're super cooperative and it's an amazing website. So please check it out and thank them so much for sponsoring us.